Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. It is Thursday, January the 14th, 2016. Um, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media, joined by Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing. And uh, Dave, I mean, like we can't go, uh, can't start the show without starting it on a sad note this week. Um, the deaths of uh, David Bowie and Alan Rickman were... Uh, yeah, I weighed heavily on everyone's minds this week. Um, cancer sucks, eh? Yeah, yeah. Reminder of, uh, you know, the mortality. Both of them taken before they should have been, right? Like, it, it's, they, they were still, I guess, as somebody in his 40s, I'm looking at that going, that's young. <laughs> that's I know, eh? I'm almost 50 now. <laughs> Damn. You know? I'm closer to the age that these fellows died than I am the age where I started my career as an SEO. Wow. Yeah. 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 That is, that, yeah. <laughs> okay, but we won't think about that because, you know what, we've also got wax and wax and news and we don't want to think about you dying. <laughs> so well, no, we've got a lot of years of radio to make. Uh, well, speaking of a lot of years, I mean, that's a hell of a segue. <laughs> the, uh, the log march of the penguin continues. Now, over the weekend, Google made a core update uh, in its algorithm. That caused quite a bit of excitement among Penguin watchers over the weekend. But, you know, that exuberance proved to be flightless. <laughs> oh, well played. I think I don't know. I don't know what happened this weekend. I think it was – my gut says it had, was a reward, you know, one of the, the, the rules rewarding uh, phantom update. And I, I've been bragavating about it on, uh, on Facebook all morning. But Gary, Gary E's – says it has nothing to do with any animals whatsoever. Now, something happened over the weekend. There's uh, tremendous... I haven't seen volatility like this in, in months, if not years, on Google. Yeah, well, it's... Um, like, the metrics were showing, and be, I'm sure you saw all the same metrics that we were, right? Like the weather reports and things like that. Although, ironically, I, I list weather report, but Moz hadn't actually uh, detected too much uh, during that... Uh, during Sunday was was the big day of everything. They did notice some stuff on on Saturday, but uh, everything sort of hit, and everybody did. Like I, I got sucked in. You know, I mean, I immediately started writing and, and had a blog post out by noon on Sunday about okay, penguins finally here. It was interesting because I was watching some things happen, um, and and we've talked about them. I think just last week, um, things that I was looking for and seeing some ebbs and flows, and yet lo and behold, those were starting to actually kick in now. Um, where I was seeing what I was expecting to see, then it turned out not to be Penguin. Okay, that, I mean, that's great for me. I'll, I'll be honest. I, I view this as awesome because I had a client making big gains that I was expecting those gains to be happening during Penguin. They've now made those gains due to this core update that was obviously what I was seeing beforehand. Now I'm just like, okay, well, that's great because now I get a double positive. <laughs> awesome. Because yeah. uh, <laughs> I still got this other one to wait for. Um, but it was really, really interesting. I... I hat tip to uh, both Gary and John. They were as responsive as they could be on Twitter um, to, to me and to, to, to people as a whole. But I think it is really, really interesting to have seen this core update, see who the winners and losers were. Um, sites like GQ uh, making gains in very, very specific niches. And then you've got like Vanity Fair taking hits. Um, you know, and Vanity Fair, because of, of all the publicity uh, with Jenner and stuff, uh, you would think if what we were looking at was related to links at all or something like that, they, they got buckets of them over, over recent months. Um, so it probably isn't tied, um, you know, in, into, to something related to links. Um, GQ's made some gains. GQ, I, I just, I, I took a look when I, when I saw the reports that GQ had made some gains and that they'd made some gains with Tom Brady. I will say GQ makes some pretty decent use, not ideal use, but some pretty decent use of schema um, on theirs, whereas Vanity Fair does not. They do use schema, but not to the, not the same. 
Um, mm-hmm. So that that is something that that may be interesting. I haven't had a chance. Uh, you know, I've obviously had other stuff to do this morning, and that report just came up this morning, or I just noticed it this morning. But um, you know, who the winners and losers were. But it, it's going to be interesting to see, and, and I will be evaluating. Happy to talk about it next week. I'll be doing a deeper analysis. Obviously, me and a whack of other people, I'm sure, um, wow. to see what specifically happened. But that was the first thing I noticed when I saw the winners and losers list. That's a, that, that that that's that's a great call and a great thing to notice. Um, uh, mentioning schema, uh, c- clearly defining what the uh, the article is about, items that will be found in the article, who the author is, where it was published, uh, defining canonicalization. Uh, all of these things are sort of like SEO 201, but yeah. they're incredibly important, um, especially in an age of insto results and mobile results. Well, and I know I probably am a, I'm a bit skewed right now because I was just reading and, and did a write-up on a big patent on entity stuff. And so yeah. I do worry that I got – I've been looking for that. But that was one of the things that as soon as we realized that it wasn't Penguin, then I was like, okay, what would look and act like a Penguin? Um, and the only thing I could sort of lock down on – and again, I may be completely biased by the fact that it's in my head right now. But the first thing I could think of was, um, okay, if they adjusted entity metrics, then that – could in a lot of ways look a lot like a like a penguin, like it would affect well, sort of external sources and, and how they relate. You put a fair, uh, long post, uh, what, what was it, 3,500 words or so up at the Beanstalk blog, was it yesterday or this morning, on uh, patent ranking search results based on entity metrics, a uh, uh, Google patent that you've been uh, puzzling over. Yeah. What, what, what are they talking about? Okay, I mean, that was a really, really interesting patent. I mean, obviously, and I've actually got a, uh, I'm going to be doing a write-up for SEM Post as well. On it, this I did an evaluation there. I'm going to go for SEM Post, and it'll be in the probably early next week, so we can talk about that next week. Uh, more on a, what do you do about it? But what's really, really, really interesting about this patent, to me, um, is that it really breaks down exactly how entities are treated. Um, and by an entity, I mean, there's, there's a lot of confusion over, over exactly what an entity is. Um, you know, there's, there's two different kinds of confusions that Google has to deal with in entities. Um, so it's important to recognize that essentially you, as Jim Hedger, me as Dave Davies, I'm not actually Dave Davies as far as Google's concerned. I will be an entity, and that'll be defined as, I don't know, some series of, of alphanumeric characters is one of the things they list. Like, basically, I am just a thing, and I will be a barcode. Um, because they have to deal with that kinks guy named Dave Davies. They have to deal with, you know, all sorts of Dave Davieses on the planet. Um, one of the ones that they list off, which is interesting that they have to deal with, and I had never really thought about it, we encountered all the time, is how do they deal with an entity like Philadelphia? Is it city? Is it cream cheese? Is it a movie? But how do they deal with that? Um, but well, what we could in there can be all three at the same time. <laughs> I suppose they could. They could be watching the movie, eating a, eating a bagel. Um, but what it boils down to, and, and what's interesting, and I mean, you'd have to actually see some of the diagrams and, and those sorts of things. But what it essentially breaks down to is a series of nodes and edges. Um, so basically, what they do is they factor in a series of nodes. So a node would be a, a, a function or a, or a I guess easiest to list as an example, um, I would be an entity, an alphanumeric or barcode or whatever on Google's end. I'm just some string of characters. Um, however, I would have the entity or I would have the node, Dave Davies. The edge to that would be name. So what is the relationship to this node? So that's essentially what it breaks down to. Now, as they're valuing them, they actually list off how they value a node and how they value an entity. And that's what made it really interesting read for me is they're basically going, here's specifically what we're looking at for each different type of entity. And if you care at all about link building, local search, um, or rankings, you care about how they're viewing you as a company, as a human, as an entity. Um, So the specific metrics that they're looking at are notability, um, relatedness, um, relatedness, actually, it's, it's funny, there's sort of five. Relatedness comes in, how do they define whether you're related to a thing? Um, then they come in with notability is how they rank you. Contribution to a subject is how they rank you. Um, and a prize metric. Um, so basically, with prizes, what we're looking at is things like, uh, have you won an award? You know, we're going to be talking one here um, 
you know, we, we talk about these all the time, but we're, I know we're going to have Dixon on later. So we, I mean, heck, they've won some awards. We can talk about awards <laughs> if we want, but that would be a prize metric assigned to Majestic. Um, so that is going to count or something like a, you know, Oscar. And then how are these different awards uh, treated? How were reviews treated? Anyway, it, it's, it's tough to get into, obviously, in a, you know, you know, uh, a quick chat here, but um, I give it highly recommended um, sort of reading I and mean, not to tout my own thing, but it's a really, really important patent. That's why I got super excited about it and wrote such a long piece about it. Um, it's a really important patent, highly recommended reading because it's just, it covers so much um, of what we need to understand about the way entities are, are viewed and we're all entities. Um, and it even covers how they define what phrases you should rank for. I mean, it's it's it really outlines a lot. Well, okay, so there's a primer that that listeners can find over at uh, beanstalkim.com/blog/slash. Well, find it after that. Patent ranking search <laughs> results based on entity metrics, and there's going to be a companion article going up at the SEM post. What in? Uh, it'll be next week. I, I I owe it to Jen tomorrow. Um, so uh, it'll be uh, you know, but she she proofs everything and that sort of stuff. So it'll be out early next week. You've been, you've been getting those emails from Jen that says you owe me an article? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> I get those like once a month. <laughs> yeah, that's that's about right. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, it just and it was perfect timing uh, for me where I was like, OK, I want this one for me because it's just I, like I need to write this up. Um, and then it just it was like, OK, great. And I can do a companion piece uh, piece for Jen. Um, speaking of Jen. Um, you know, I'm going to take that as a segue. Great piece um, oh, over on the FDM post right now. Uh, which, are you, which one are you talking If you're talking about the one I think you're talking about. I'm talking about the one that uh, you've probably read. I've read. Everybody's read. Gary Ellis has read and has given the thumbs up to. I know I'm mispronouncing his name, but that's how. <laughs> um, and this is on. Um, she did a great piece, and it has a lot of feedback from um, – basically from Google. Um, and that's why Gary went, Hey, this is, this is a, a good piece here. Um, and it's over on the SEM post and it covers Panda Panda. What is it? Panda? How is it functioning? Understanding, uh, understanding Google Panda, a, a definitive algo guide for SEOs. Uh, it's long, but it's well worth the read. Uh, <laughs> that was posted on January 13th. So, um, just posted yesterday. I'm sorry, January 11th. Posted on Monday, but uh, that this is definitely one of the required reading pieces. Yeah, and it's funny. It's only because we've had so much good news. Jen does a great job. Uh, you know, she keeps the the top story. You know, right up at the at the the top of her uh, top of her site. I don't think it is right now. Oh yes, it is. Okay. Oh, yes. It's the future okay. story at, uh, at SEO I, Post. Okay, perfect. So that makes it, uh, you know, easy to find. Um, great piece. And you're right. It is a long read, but, you know, but it's, anything it's, worth doing is, is, is worth doing right. And it's, uh, it's definitely holds some, some valuable information. Important to remember, I know you know this, I know this. Important to remind our visitors or our listeners, um, when you're reading stuff and it's from Google, this is a great piece, don't get me wrong, but anytime you hear anything from Google, it's good to, to remember that they have to put their filters on when they're saying stuff. Um, so it is good to just remember that, hey, as they're saying things, don't just listen to what they're saying. Listen to what they probably had to filter out and try and extrapolate a little more than, than maybe they're telling you. But great piece, definitely recommended reading. I, I won't even get into it, nor can okay. right if you want help in extrapolating that sort of stuff, beyond listening to this show, which you, you should do all the time, <laughs> uh, shout out to uh, a couple of Webmaster Radio hosts, Ross Dunn and John Carecut, hosts of uh, Webmaster Radio's SEO 101. They get congratulations for being recognized by CBS News as one of the essential business podcasts that make up iTunes University. Now, Though SEO 101 isn't actually part of iTunes University, CBS News thinks it should be, placing it in the company of podcasts from Oxford University, University of Virginia, and the Yale Entrepreneurial Institute. I guess, I don't know, man. I mean, like, that's <laughs> stuff. Yeah, that's, that's, some, uh, that's a pretty decent company um, to be in. 
is our, well, you know, sadly it's not us, Dave, I'm afraid, but SEO 101 is Webmaster Radio's number one uh, rated program by number of downloads over at uh, iTunes or um, iHeartRadio. Um, we're number three. <laughs> Maybe for number one, we're coming after you, Dunn. Yeah, this isn't going to help us, let's be honest. <laughs> They've got quite the lead, but uh, I understand we're closing ground rapidly. You know what, actually, uh, and, and big congrats, I mean, both of us you know, know Ross well and, and, yeah. and like him a lot. Uh, I'm going to be honest, uh, with, uh, with Ross, uh, you know, Mark, who, who you know as well, uh, anyway, and, and a guy named Rob, who I don't know if you know, anyway, I get to profit from this uh, because I get to do a, we're, we're organizing a, a small one-day conference here in Victoria, so you know, as soon as I saw that this morning, I'm like, okay. We need to like jam that down people's throats here in this city uh, as a as a draw for that. So, um, okay. so congratulations to Ross, and great that I get to use and abuse that. <laughs> Before we go to break, one more big announcement. This is this is this is huge for like the SEO world. The return of the Google Dance. Every year, for years, every year when 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 uh, search engine strategies and then SMX what SMX. Uh, West held conferences in Silicon Valley. There'd be a party at the Googleplex. It was called the Google Dance. Mm-hmm. That ended in 2008 when uh, you know I guess the the bottom fell out of the the market. People lost their homes. People lost their fortunes. And Google thought it would be bad optics to throw a what hundred thousand dollar party for search marketers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good well, call on their part. Well, yeah, no. I mean, like, it's not like they couldn't afford it. They were still making money hand over fist. Yeah. Um, but they stopped it. The Google Dance had ended, and like you would get like a thousand people on Google, a thousand search marketers on Google Campus, walking around, dancing, having fun, and then you know being at Google. Well, it's back this year. Uh, Gary Ease and uh, search quality analyst uh, Nathan Johns will be hosting it, and uh, it's going to be happening March second, seven thirty to eleven p.m. at the main Google Campus. There's going to be transportation from SMX from the venue uh, in San Jose, and folks, when you uh, when you when you see how efficiently Google moves a lot of people, it's a, it's a wonder to behold. Oh, that it is really impressive, isn't it? That yeah, it, it, it amazed me. Now, this is an important note: access is only open to the first 500 SMX West All Access Pass holders. It's um, you got to be part of the first 500. Um, you're automatically registered if you have a pass, but you gotta register for the Google Dance. Um, there's only 500 passes to it. If you don't get one, you're not going. Ouch. Uh, that would be. Could you imagine being 502? Like, because oh. the Google Dance is fun. Like, um, you, it's, it's it's something you can't miss if you're if you're at this conference. Okay, we gotta go to break. Um, but speaking of can't miss events, Dixon Jones, director at Majestic Tools, is, is going to be our guest here on Webcology. We're going to be talking link evaluation, uh, the long march of the penguins, and uh, updates to uh, the Majestic Tools uh, package with a new SEO dashboard. Uh, Dixon Jones coming up on Webcology after these messages. It tight and don't move. Webcology will be back after this short break. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics. So you know their SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Reinventing keyword research, simplifying campaign optimization, redefining competitive analysis. SpyFu brings you an entirely new way to find the most profitable keywords for your SEO and PPC campaigns. New tools, new data, and a brand new look. We've streamlined SpyFu so that you can optimize your search engine marketing more efficiently, more accurately, and more intuitively. Visit SpyFu.com, that's S-P-Y-F-U.com, and start downloading your competitors' keywords now. Try it free. 
buying something that is made in the USA important to you? How do you know that it really is made in the USA? Certified Inc. is the only supply chain audit company on the planet which qualifies country of origin labeling. If it's important to you as a consumer to know where the products you buy and use in your own home come from, then it's also important for your customers. Visit us at madeinusa.net and find out more. Go to madeinusa.net because it's that important. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome back to Web College on WebMasterRadio.fm. It is Thursday, January the 14th, 2016. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media, Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing, and we're joined today by the one and only Dixon Jones. Dixon is the Director of Majestic Tools, a web-based specialist search engine used by the world's leading digital marketers to analyze how web pages on the internet connect between domains. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to say all that. That's great. Thanks, Jim. Oh, I do. So I copied and pasted it from your uh, from your bio. So yeah, I do. I didn't do it for the radio show. <laughs> for, uh, for those listening, Majestic is the largest database of its kind. Um, it's arguably the, I think, fifth largest search engine that's publicly accessible. Uh, I think we're probably the fifth largest uh, web crawler, or, 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 or certainly in the top ten. So we're behind, obviously, Bing and uh, my, uh, uh, and Google in, in crawl terms. But really, when you, you look at uh, the top ten, you know, we're in the Baidu, Yandex kind of territory in terms of crawl, which is pretty good. Which is pretty darn good. Um, that's That's trillions of unique URLs, backlinks, yeah. crawled, and um, you're, you know, the spider is out there working every day, eh? Yeah, well, we we, uh, we were just looking at our own stats today, because we, cause we, as you say, we've, we've played with the dashboard, and we just integrated the uh, the stats onto the dashboard, and uh, and we, we're approaching in our fresh index about a trillion URLs, so that means, you know, divide that by 90, that's how many we're crawling a day we're actually crawling more but we crawl, crawl the same ones you know potentially every hour so um you know but it's it's yeah it's quite a quite a beast that uh, i i had no uh, ability to build but fortunately i i know a man who can <laughs> okay um dixon i'm afraid you didn't let me finish my intro for you in which oh. i was going to disclose that um i sometimes act as a majestic brand ambassador at conferences yeah. um just think it's important that the audience knows that that does not bias uh this interview you guys make an amazing tool and when we're uh looking at what's anticipated to be a colossal link evaluation update from google which yeah. we really thought was going to hit by now um <laughs> you're the guy to have on the show uh why don't we just dive right into it what is going on with penguin in your mind, why, why is well, it? Yeah, I, I mean, I think I think this is a, a very much a core update, and I and I'm not convinced it's it's Penguin per se. Uh, all all I know right now is that uh, we've had two on our own site. We've had two uh, large boosts of, uh, of of traffic from Google. So about three or four days ago, we we saw a, a big change. Uh, and then today something's happening, and I'm not complaining about it at all. Uh, <laughs> it's all pretty good, I've got to be honest. Um, but uh, I wouldn't say that it's clearly related yet. Yeah, I think there's uh, well, I've got an echo. That happens periodically. It'll go away. 
Okay, fine. Uh, I, I, I think that uh, it's going to take a while for people to really get to grips with this because I think there's some new stuff coming in. Um, and, uh, and, and, you know, I, I, I can't believe it's not link-related, um, but, uh, but I, I, I don't think it's quite clear yet what's happening. People are talking about pandas. People are talking about penguin. Uh, people are talking about core updates. And since Gary's talking about core updates, I'm going with him right now. <laughs> Well, I mean, going all the way back to Florida, isn't everything sort of uh, link-related? Well, I, <laughs> well, it certainly was back then, and it certainly is now. I mean, I, I think that the, the stuff you're talking about, about the entities, is really interesting. And uh, I think that the links become a more subtle part of that, that new um, methodology uh, and the, the whole idea of, 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 of the entity um, graph or link growth, the, the, the knowledge graph, whatever you, whatever, uh, you choose to call it, however SEOs are going to tame and, 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 and dice it into simple words. Um, I think that, that links are a big part of that game, but I don't think it's necessarily going to be the same kind of uh, relationship as it, as it was before. Um, but So I'm really looking forward to it. I can't, I can't see how links are going to go away, but I think that, uh, I, I think that it's going to take a, quite a bit of reevaluation to try and work out what Google's going to be doing now. Well, we've been anticipating... Um, um, we've been, you know, vaguely promised a Penguin update since um, yeah. August, July, maybe yeah. even. Yeah. Why is it taking so long? Well, you know, I, I don't know um, why. Obviously, I don't <laughs> I don't have an inside track. But you know what? I I I do know that. You know, I, I remember the, the Google Dance days when it was literally dancing in Florida days and and and, and stuff, and uh, and um, there was they always used to do a big update just before Christmas when all the SEOs had got all their hats <laughs> ready for Christmas. They were all fine. They were going to pick up their bonus checks, and then you know, three weeks before Black Friday, the whole thing changed, and, and people got really upset about that. So I wouldn't be surprised if they decided to just hold off till January because it annoys people. Doing it before Christmas. Which well, that doesn't of- explain, you know, September. They could have done something back then, or they could have released something um, this week or last week. Um, yeah. You know, there's you, a lot of honest, us. Start, if, you start, if you start on the first of January, well, second of January, when you get back after after the Christmas break, uh, it's going to take a, a Google, um, you know, a, a good week to you know do their tests and check their check their. Um, the servers are ready for it and, and send it out. So I would I would say that they pretty much did start it out from the first of January or second of January, and uh, it takes that time to uh, you know for an organisation with that bigger change to, uh, to 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 roll out. Okay, well, and this actually might might be an opportune time to look at the difference between live time results and quote unquote core algorithm. Yeah. Um, Google says that it has the, you know, and, and, and we've seen it has the, the capacity to do, if not live time, within the hour, ranking changes. You post something, it's particularly good, it's seeing rankings within the hour. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but this week, you know, um, they, they, they've said that Panda will not be running live time, but it's still part of the core algo. Yeah. Um. Now again, I know I know you don't work at Google, but you do have unique insights into complex algorithms. Um, yeah. What do you think they mean by that? Well, there's there's a few th- things that are going on. So I, I'm not going to talk about their stuff because I'll get it wrong and someone will just laugh at me. Because, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, but I'll tell you. So I'll tell you a little bit about about ours and where where we kind of overlap in that kind of thinking um and for that matter you know uh ahrefs um who are you know obviously our our main competitors in that uh you know things that are um you know real time uh you can do fast but you can't do with accuracy so for example i mean we're, we're we're crawling fast and we do see um urls pretty quick uh, but for us to really do the calculation uh, for our flow metrics, that takes well, it takes about 24 hours to do the maths um, for for our whole for our fresh data set, and it takes the best part of a month to do it for our historic data set. So some some processes take a huge amount of time, whereas other processes like discovering and then being able to put it into the index so that so that you can see see data on it, we can do very quickly. But uh, there's there's some uh, there's some drawbacks to doing that. So I think one of the things where we differ to 
say, AHS, is that they, they kind of get data in there quicker, but they don't have the ability to then do the deep stuff. Now, what Google are doing is a little bit of both. So they're doing, well, not just both, but they're using uh, many different algorithms at the same time um, and, and many different indexes uh, or data sources at the same time. And you can see in the you know the 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 video data set versus the uh, the knowledge base followed by local results followed by you know the the, the core date core data they've got all these different data sets and so they have a what i think you feel is a, a preliminary scan over you know what the search term is and, and as to what kind of data sets you're going to bring back is it going to be you know query desserts freshness or or uh, or longer sort of stuff so i think that oftentimes the the results that you're coming back seeing coming back are coming from multiple different data sources or multiple different algorithms blended in the, in in the page. Uh, that's that's how I see it, and uh, uh, you know I don't know if you guys agree. <laughs> uh, Dave, sorry. Oh, go ahead. Go, go ahead. I, I I have more questions, but I'll wait till uh, you obviously have one. There's some stuff I want to talk to uh, Dixon about, but I can save them all up. <laughs> I was going to ask about representing all this data to SEOs. Um, Majestic Tools is one of the it's one of the SEO favorites. It's an essential in, in almost every SEO's toolbox. And uh, Majestic just released a new dashboard, an SEO uh, focused dashboard. Yeah, we're mini, we're calling it a mini dashboard, um, but it's but it's uh, that's because our UX guy doesn't want to commit to calling it a dashboard. Uh, but but yeah. <laughs> marketers, but, yeah, eh? <laughs> Certainly, our um, you know our biggest one of the biggest criticisms where we have proper reviews of our of our stuff versus uh, other things that are out there. The 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 biggest criticism that keeps on coming back is uh, the learning curve, the, the depth of uh, the depth of data. Sure. Uh, it becomes you know uh, quite a lot, for, especially for a new SEO or somebody that's just coming into uh, to the data set. Uh, you know they can see one list of links and it says there's, you know, a thousand, three thousand there and then you press another button and then there's 30,000 and then you really go into it and you find there's 30 million. And, you know, so there's, you, you kind of have to know the underlying uh, data to, to realize why some things are presented in one way and some things are presented in another. So, um, you know, we've, we've over the years tried to, tried to help people along. We've got a gamification in the system which has really helped to get Certainly, to get experts, people from medium, mid SEO skill sets to advanced skill sets, they 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 love the gamification uh, because they can start getting you know awards and rankings and stuff. Uh, and, and we've been trying to put in other other things to to make the whole thing uh, work better. But um, really, I think a dashboard is is has taken uh, for the first time an acceptance that you know. Uh, we shouldn't be building new tools and just adding on. We should be starting at a central point for the user um, and allowing them to uh, to easily get to the different tools, you know, w- with uh, with their own, you know, with their own data set, rather than starting with you know, the blank search box and expecting them to uh, to crash around to find their old reports and that sort of thing. So, and 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 it just dawned on our on a UX guy that actually our accounts page, um, it used to be your accounts page. Uh, really was the place to start for doing all this, and he could bring all the other bits in, and uh, we've got the start of a, you know, a nice live dashboard that you know can track your recent searches. It can uh, <clears throat> get everything in your bucket list into one place. It can bring in the uh, the blog news and all the other bits and pieces. And it's just a, a much more personalised experience. It seems to have done well over the last uh, uh, couple of weeks. It's been out for about two weeks. We upgraded it again on Monday, and it's got better. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, we, we we think that we think that we can uh, win a few people over with it. I hope. <laughs> now, I, I I don't want to put you on the spot, and um, if you, if you can't answer this question, like uh, obviously I'd understand. But as a as a tool maker, you have to think forward. You have to be looking where you expect um, search or your uh, users needs to be going, say, six to 12 months down the line, eh? Yeah, well, at least, yeah. So yeah. that you're, you're, you're the kind of guy to ask, what's 2016 going to look like for uh, search marketers? Well, we we already in 2015. Uh, well, apart from apart from doing what Moz did and dropping SEO for our name, uh, we uh, uh, we really um, uh, started trying to explain our metrics in terms of influence instead of in terms of links. 
mm-hmm. uh, which I think is which I think is a good strategy. But it's going to take a long time for people to to realise that you know we're not just a list of links. Uh, but but really, that's what we've been trying to do. So I've really been trying to push the fact that if you put a Twitter profile into Majestic, you can find out how influential that person is versus anybody else. Or you know, if you put you know fifty different Mashable pages into uh, into our bulk backlink checker, you can see which ones are appropriate for putting your ads on and which ones aren't. You know those kind of things. So trying to represent uh, flow metrics in terms of influence uh, and say that when we've got a map of the internet, we can we can uh, see how influential every item is on that internet. Uh, with whether it's a, a web page, whether it's a Twitter profile, whether it's a, uh, an iTunes um, uh, link, um, whatever it may be, or, or, or at, you know, it's, it's got a URL, and if it's got a URL, then it's got links going to the URL. So, uh, and if it's got links going to the URL, then those those links say something about uh, about how influential and the context of that influence uh, the, the the item is. So that's kind of where I'm trying to go, uh, and that's quite a hard journey um, because SEOs just love to bring it back to private backlink networks and uh, <laughs> and that sort of thing, uh, which is fine. Which is fine. No, don't get me wrong. I know where my bread's buttered, uh, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's not where I want to go. I want to be a, a marketing search engine. Uh, and I, so I want to be a search engine in our own right, specifically designed for digital marketers. Uh, and uh, that's, not a, uh, that's not an easy task, and it's not one that's done overnight. Well, I, I, I think you identified an important metric um, in the, how effective, if I can use that word, as opposed to influence, page or an action might be. Um, be it a tweet, a Facebook post, or a page that attracts a lot of traffic and you know moves the uh, the, the user towards some sort of conversion, yep. uh, will influence be a major metric moving forward? Yeah, well, I I think it, it I think it's a good metric, and I but uh, for, for for a few reasons, obviously because it's mine, uh, but also uh, it's, uh, but uh, also because. Um, I think that uh, there's there's nothing else out there. We used to use PageRank as a concept um, f- uh, for, uh, for for how strong something was, uh, but you, you but yeah, there's other things out there. Clout, for example, tries to you know measure the influence of an individual and stuff. But there's nothing that really runs across all these all these different um, areas and works in a very generic, very fast way. Uh, like uh, like flow metrics seem to do, um, so so it's not always going to be right. Um, if you really want to spam uh, something, then uh, then you know and, and and fix our metrics, then you know there's ways to do that. But you're probably going to trip yourself up on a lot of other things. Uh, I kind of figure anybody that spams uh, uh, majestic is going to get kicked out of Google first. So uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so so not being quite as clever as them is just just sometimes quite good. Uh, and uh, you know, but but I think I think that there is nothing else out there that says tell me something about this web page without having to crawl it, without having to uh, go and look at the page, without having to uh, to go and find out who's talked about the page. You know, over time, those metrics uh, seem to be um, migrating towards you know a, a, a satisfactory you know norm when you when they, when you look at them on a scale from zero to hundred. You know that. That, that gets my mind reeling. Um, unfortunately, we got to take a break before we carry on. So, um, friends, you have t- about two and a half minutes to figure out how to spam Majestic before we jump on to other topics. Um, on behalf of Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. You're listening to Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm. It's the first, the 14th of January, 2016, and we're going to be back with Dixit Jones from Majestic after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology will be back after this short break. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS, text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm, sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. 
To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Celebrating the best in online advertising, the Web Marketing Association presents the 14th Annual Internet Advertising Competition Awards. Submit your banner ads, email ads, rich media, online newsletters, websites, and social media campaigns now by going to iacaward.org. Deadline for entries is February 15th, 2016. All winners will have their entry highlighted on the Internet Advertising Competition website, as well as receive a handsome trophy to display or a personalized certificate of achievement. Be honored among your online advertising peers by submitting your entry into the Web Marketing Association's 14th Annual Internet Advertising Competition Awards. Submit your entry today at iacaward.org. That's iacaward.org. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investments. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at box speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on webmasterradio.nfm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome back to Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm. This is uh, Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media, Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing. It's the 14th of January 2016, and we are joined by Dixon Jones, a director of Majestic Tools. Dave, I kind of hogged the whole first segment with Dixon. Um, jump in here, please. My turn. And you know what? I have the perk, uh, Jim, with your disclosure at the beginning. Um, you had noted you do have a bit of involvement. You're a, you're a spokesperson of, of sorts or, I guess, brand ambassador. I don't know the exact technical term, but um, you know, you, you, you have a relationship with them, so you can't ask some, some sort of questions. Hey, I'm just a user. Um, fortunately, in, in, the, uh, in the bio and, and the intro that you were reading out, you were you know, for expert leader digital marketers, and I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm a user of it. I, that gets to be me, so I get to be a leader in the digital marketing space if the bio is correct, and I'm going to assume Dixon that it is. <laughs> so, um, the space anyway. <laughs> um, so I guess there's, there's a few different things, I guess, for our listeners, for me. I mean, you have some competitors in the space. We all you know, everybody does. I have competitors in my space. Um, there's certain elements um, of Majestic that I just, it, it, it's why I still use it, even with competitors. <laughs> like there's there's go-to points for me in there. Um, but I'm going to ask you to, to, to sort of enlighten me on maybe some stuff I wouldn't know or stuff that even people who go there, you know, we, we've been there going there for years. You know, I go there. I know what it does. I, I go to specific points. You know, one of my favorite things, and it, it beats all the, the competitors, if nothing else, for the way it displays it, is the, um, the competitor analysis, right, where you can see nice graphs of your link growth rates versus your competitors and, you know, go from there. Um, what are some features, though, and I know you sort of force people through, so, well, not force, but through education, you know, there's, there's some yeah. elements where you can watch videos or, or do things and, and, you know, get some, get some prizes, which is a, a good little, little trick. But for people like me who might be going there constantly and we just go there for a specific purpose, what are some things that you've been doing over the last, say, three, six months that I just might not even know because I don't end up in, the, in a specific region and it, you know, might be a new feature yeah. of one of the existing things. Now, well, there's a few things that have been there forever that people don't um, don't use as much as they should. So, for example, you know, uh, I, we 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 occasionally get compared with with the other guys who's got the biggest data, who's got the you know who's who's got the largest something or other, uh, and, uh, and 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 it's an interesting game because uh, because the game is um, you know how 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 many of Google's links has uh, Majestic or Mars or Ahrefs got in their data set. 
uh, and, uh, and who's doing best. I, and the last one I saw, yeah, we, we edged out and we won. But the interesting thing is that you can go into Google. I, I don't know if you can do it in the Search Console now. I'm pretty sure you still can. But you can go into Google and export up to 100,000 links uh, with all of Google's that, that, that they're reporting. Uh, and that comes out in, in a CSV file. Two clicks, you can then upload that into Majestic. We'll go and check all of those. And then uh, 48, hours, 48 to 72 hours later, you'll have data on all of the links. So, uh, so it's kind of a, uh, an interesting uh, thing that, no, that some people do use. But when we do a, our verification uh, of websites, we do use Google Webmaster Tools uh, authentication. But they don't uh, have a, an API for pulling out that link data. So it's two clicks, download it, and upload it again. And all of a sudden, you've got a huge amount of other data um, You know, a, a couple of days later. So there's one. Uh, the, the dashboards is two. Um, uh, but the, the thing that people have been asking for for quite a while is um, email alerts, actually. And that's, that's what's about to come down the road. Uh, and uh, I just actually saw it up on beta um, a couple of hours ago. So uh, if you want, I, I can tell you on the radio. I can give you the beta login if you want. And uh, uh, you can go and have a play with it. But it's, it's basically the ability to... Uh, to say, I like that set of new links. Um, so our best new link panel, uh, there's a there's a button arrived saying, you know, send me all the best new links to, uh, you know, to uh, jimhedger.com or, or Beanstalk Interactive. Um, and uh, please send it to me every week or every fortnight or every time the uh, the database updates. Now, when, when you say best new links, uh, I guess first – where where are we getting these from? Like, are we referring to ones that I've set up for me, or can I go, hey, I want to know the best links this competitor gets? And I assume that is the case, but is that so, for clarification? Yeah, so you can put in any website. As long as you've got an account, you can put in right. any website, and uh, you can already go to, go to, uh, uh, go to the, the Site Explorer, put in any website or any page, and click on the uh, the backlinks tab, uh, and oh, sort of the new tab, uh, and that shows you the new links. But there's a tab in the right-hand corner there that switches it from page level to subdomain level, and it suddenly changes changes focus, and you get a lot more meaning out of it. So uh, what happens uh, in, a, in, in that tab if you don't switch it over is that you, you could potentially find all of your new links are site-wide links from you know that CNN site that you've just been on forever and ever, and you just keep on getting new links. But if you press it to the subdomain, it'll limit those to two or three a day, uh, and then you can start seeing all the new domains that are coming in. Um, so that's, that's really listed in, in flowmetric order. I think it's a sum of flowmet for trust flow and citation flow. Um, uh, but but now you'll be able to sort of say, well, I don't want to come to uh, t site every day. I would just like to put in, you know, uh, a, a dozen a dozen websites. Or I, I'm hoping that we, we we're not limiting it to to just a few. Uh, and you can just get it in your email um, in your inbox um, when you want those uh, coming through. So whether it's your own sites, uh, your own links, or your, or your competitors, you can you can put those in, and the emails will come through. Uh, if you put a hundred in, I think at the moment you're going to have a hundred emails. We'll have to do something about that. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Well, you know what? These are these are the things you're going to hit, and this is a new feature. So, yeah, it'd be nice to be able to, you know, view, you know, groupings of them. Did you all get them? I'm sure these are all things that you're, you know, sort of working yeah, on. Yeah, I've, I've got some ideas. We, I mean, we're hoping that this will come out live on Tuesday. If you want to, if you want to go and see it now, if you go to beta.majestic.com, I think you've got to go to https beta.majestic.com. It'll ask you for a username and password. It's put in Majestic uh, with a small M and Humbug because we're still in Christmas mode, and that would just put you into the to the live beta. Uh, and you know, if anybody goes in there and, and, and clicks on the new links tab, uh, then uh, then and it wants to have a play with it, then you know, by all means, anything you set up on there will go live on Tuesday for you as well. Perfect. You know, I'm going to be doing that right after the show, so that's fine. <laughs> well, actually, um, before we dive into the next question, Dave, I'm. I think a lot of our listeners are going to be doing that as soon as they hear. Is there any limitations to the beta that listeners should know about? Uh, no, it's a lot. It's it's a live beta, except that we, uh, we 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 may be changing a few things before Tuesday, uh, and, and it, it is um, it's MVP, so minimum viable product. So that'll come out um, next week, uh, more or less as it sees now. But we're already working on something to come out, hopefully uh, the week after, if all goes according to plan. Uh, that'll just uh, take it take it on to the next level. Um, if you know, so it, yes, it should, but it should be fine. No, you've got to, oh, but, but it's not going to work if you don't have an account. So save your, save your breath. 
so it's essentially subject to the exact same limitations that whatever level of account you would have would have. Right? Yeah, so yeah. I can do whatever I want. Okay. And that's why you were mentioning that anything I do moves. Yeah, um, and if anybody wants to get notification of those, we, we do have um, in the email preferences somewhere uh, um, a beta testing list um, which you can sign up to. Um, so you know that might be a that might be a good thing if people want to get those things. It usually comes out about a week ahead of time, uh, and if we can share it with people, then it's fine. If it's uh, if it's something really risky, then we might uh, we might share it with a much smaller group to uh, to give it a good test first. Now, I know we've only got a couple minutes left. We've got a penguin coming up here, so I have to ask, what do you anticipate for Majestic um, as, as Penguin? And, and it's rumored to be going to real time, Everflux. Um, so what do you predict as we start heading forward um, in a world where link-based spam penalties and those sorts of things are just on the fly? Do you think this is going to be a good thing, uh, like where people will always need services, always need these alerts going? Great timing to have that, by the way. Um, <laughs> And maybe you want to set up alerts for, I actually want to see the worst of them uh, <laughs> coming in. Um, and, you know, what do you, what do you anticipate in that post-Everflux world for Majestic? So, I mean, I think that's got to be good for us because it's going to focus people on links uh, much, much more. I think it's, uh, you know, we're, we're in a bit of a privileged position uh, in that we're pretty much selling oil. Uh, digital oil sometimes you know it's 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 a data set that isn't readily available out there uh, and you've only got a few places to come and get it and I think you know uh, if you want your own data set you know for your own sites as long as you're not you know haven't got hundreds of them or they're not Amazons and things then you know we still give you the, your own data for free uh, and I think we and certainly we're also the lowest cost of entry as well so you know uh, so I think it's going to be Good for us. In fact, I'm sure it's going to be good for us. We're uh, we're looking forward to a good 2016, but we're also trying to trying to develop some other stuff that's going to take us uh, more enterprise, even more enterprise than we are now as well. Brilliant, brilliant. Well, I know I, I you know I, we're we're about to get the hook. I would go into the next question, but I, I know we we won't have time for that. So, Jim, do you have any last minute thoughts? Uh, uh, no, you know what? I was too busy trying to make a comment on oil. Something like Google dumped a bunch of keywords <laughs> on the market suddenly to depress the price of everything. Um, which, you know, we almost want to see, but we've finally gotten away from a keyword world universe. Um, okay, Dixon, last question. What are you most looking forward to coming up this year? Well, I was going to try and duck out of SMX West, but now you told me Google Dance is happening at Mountain Dew again. <laughs> I, uh, I'm, I'm pretty much going to look forward to that, I think. I think a bunch of us are going to be there just just specifically for that. Okay, that was the hook music. We got to get going. Dixon Jones, director at Majestic Tools. Thank you so much for joining us today in Webcology. Thank you very much for the invite, friends. Uh, on behalf of Dave Davies for BSEC Internet Marketing, and don't forget jump to his blog to read that post on entities. Uh, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. You've been listening to Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm. It's the 14th of January, 2016. Stick around, WebmasterRadio.fm. Award-winning content coming up after the news. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.